Good morning. This is episode 10 called Cardboard Hanzi. So what is a cardboard Hanzi? My aunt was an exchange student in Austria in high school um, and in college, I believe, and met her husband Hanzi there where they live now. Um, she comes out to visit back to the U.S. every year or so, but Hanzi can't make it out that often. So many years ago, my parents created a life-size cardboard cutout of Hanzi complete with brightly colored and patterned clothing, which he has been known to wear on occasion, and his distinct glasses. It was a caricature of the features that might stand out to you if you met Hanzi once. Uh, I think the occasion was Christmas dinner, and so the cardboard Hanzi joined us there, seated at the table throughout the evening. And I may be embellishing the memory here, but I think that cardboard Hanzi was even included in some light conversation. The cardboard cutout has been preserved over the years and has on occasion made a reemergence at family events. So now you have that picture in your mind. Let's build on that analogy. So we get these cardboard cutouts of the people in our lives locked in our heads. A replica of that person based on a true story, but not encompassing the whole of their being or even the whole of our actual experience with them. This one-dimensional doppelganger may be created out of experiences that we have had with that person, where we've gotten to know the real them to some extent, but then our brain took the bits and pieces of what we know and patched them together, filling in the blanks with some assumptions. These assumptions might be based on similar experiences with other people, on older, perhaps outdated experiences with that person, or projections of ourself what we think the other person is thinking because that's what we're thinking. I suppose this is a natural jump for our brains to make, but really it's a shortcut. We take information about that person we think might be true and treat it as fact, often treating the other person according to our mental replica of them instead of as they actually are. People are always evolving, growing, changing, and sometimes we don't update the version of them in our head at the same pace. Consequently, we think about and treat that person like we did a year or five years or 20 years ago. They might have had a problematic characteristic in the past that they have since put in the work to change, but we don't see it because we've still got the old model sitting at the table in our mind. And so that same negative pattern in the relationship repeats even once both or at least one of the people have changed. Or maybe there was something about that person that you really liked way back then. And they no longer act or think that way, but you still see that characteristic and treat them that way long after it's no longer relevant because you want to, because you can't see it otherwise. For better or for worse, that real person just doesn't match the cardboard cutout that we carry around with us. Another way that we might design our cardboard cutout of someone is based on the infamous should. We think the other person should be a certain way, act a certain way, think of certain thoughts, treat us and talk to us according to a set of rules and expectations that we have pre-established. These expectations may have no correlation whatsoever with our experience of the actual person. They may have given us absolutely zero indication in the past that they would follow these expectations we set out, but somehow we still hold on to them because we've convinced ourselves that things would be better if they acted differently than they do. 
and all that ever seems to come to is us being disappointed and frustrated that the real person doesn't match our replica. So there are several other problems with this cardboard model approach to relationships. From the perspective of the person on the receiving end of this dynamic, that is the person living in the shadow of their cardboard copy, I feel invisible and frustrated. Invisible because I see the other person interacting with someone, something else that isn't really me, and I feel like the real me is unseen. It could be that they are glorifying some attribute from my past, which is no longer current or relevant. And it feels like a lie when they see that in me, and it's not there anymore. On the flip side, when I've worked really hard to develop a new characteristic, I've been changed by an experience or I've pushed past a character flaw and they still treat me like the old model, I feel like I can't win. My image from way back when is all they will ever see when they look at me because they're not really looking at me. They're looking at a replica they created years ago. From the perspective of the person idolizing the cardboard cutout of another person, I miss out on really getting to know them. When they move to the right or to the left, I hold up and swivel my cardboard version to block the vision of the current real them. Looking at that instead, I miss out on their subtleties and on having a real relationship with the real person that they are today. I'll note here that this doesn't just apply to people that we've known for a long time. This dynamic is easily true with people that we've only just met. A first impression of someone gives us just a few clues, and then we fill in the rest of that person's story with all sorts of details that we really don't know at that point. Maybe they remind us of someone else we know. Maybe they're having an uncharacteristic day, and we base our entire perception of them on that one interaction. Maybe we are having a bad day, and our perception of pretty much everything is tainted by that, including that person. Like the character sadness in the movie Inside Out when she touches the memory orbs. If you don't know that reference, go watch the movie. It's very insightful. Essentially, the sadness character um, touches memories that previously were happy or had a different major emotion, and they turn sad because it's through the lens of sadness. And we do that with our interactions with people too. I think it's only natural that we form our impressions of people that way, and it's above my pay grade to offer any practical suggestions on how to do this. What I believe we can change, though, is a willingness to repaint our cardboard cutouts from time to time, to choose to be willing to let the other person change and put in the work ourselves of adding those new details to the image of them we refer to. We can be willing to incorporate new evidence and reevaluate our mental representation. Instead of giving our brains the task of scanning for evidence to confirm our previous beliefs, we can sign at the We can assign it the job of looking for updates. Who are they now? Where does that thing that they said just fit in? Maybe they've changed in that area since last time they talked. What should am I holding on to? We can practice listening to or listening in order to understand rather than to confirm our previous beliefs. We can learn to let go of that should and see people as they really are. People are how they are, and trying to make them change to match the two-dimensional ideal we formed in our heads is futile and only a recipe for frustration in them and us. Letting go of our cardboard version and seeing the real person as they actually are is intentional and takes a lot more work than the old way. 
it takes more effort to have a relationship with a real dynamic person than it does with a cardboard cutout. I hope this helped the way that you see people and have a great day.